desire to sing. It is called a gathering of mysteries. But whenever we gather to pray, it becomes the gathering of spirits. Men don't pray, Holy Spirit does. Welcome to BBC Prayer Network, a home where we eat light and excrete flame. Shortly, you will be hearing from God's servant, Apostle Alfred Okuduru. Sit tight, it was carried spirit and power. Shalom. Number two. This one is strong. The spirit of criticism. Spirit of criticism. Spirit of criticism. This one is common with spiritual people. Common with spiritual people. And what is spiritual? Like I told you this morning when we started, I said to be spiritual is to what? Is to be scriptural. To be spiritual is to what? To be scriptural. So, criticism is common with spiritual people. Means that criticism is common with scriptural people. Because spirituality is scripturality. Spirituality, true spirituality is scripturality. The more scriptural you know, the more spiritual you become. So this sickness of criticism is a sickness for scriptural Before we read the Bible, I posted a comment and I was talking about people praying for mantles of generals. And I think some of us will be praying for the mantle of T.B. Joshua. Can you bear the criticism that the man carried? And a pastor, a preacher, sent me a message. He was asking me, was T.B. Joshua a man of God? I said, can we call him a true man of God? Because, see, there is a way you know the Bible, you will not know the people that enter heaven. You are not custodian of the register of heaven. If I you know the people God called and the people God did not call, this is the problem of scriptural people. Nobody criticizes more than people that know the Bible. That's why when you stand before a Jehovah Witness, the first thing that happens is arguments. They have to when you when you study the word of God without the spirit of God, you end up becoming a critic. Rather than the word of God impacting your life, or you using it to impact people, you use it to destroy people, to judge people. So when you just walk past and you just see somebody wearing a ring, oh, it is written, "Air fire is your portion." Scripture. And I asked the man a simple question. I said, "Please, sir, can you define the man of God? Who is a man of God?" I said, "Let's forget about it." No, define it. There are many of us who will just sit down in the comfort of our home and begin to count all the genuine man of God in our streets. Uh, Baba, God bless you. You are not the custodian of calling in our generation. So you know when God was calling people, he called you too. I said, come, I, I just called Pastor Alfred to write his name. So you are not the prefect. The prefect that take record of all the man of God. Tell me all the man of God that is in the world. Since you have record. 
So before we just sit down there, we begin to criticize things we don't know. It is stupidity that makes you to criticize a man of God. The Bible makes us to understand. He said, who, who are you to judge another man's servant? I can, just for instance, can, can uh, uh, the manager of Shell go and judge a worker in Chevron? But many of this is what we do, because you think you know the Bible. If you know the Bible, my question for you is, what has the Bible done in your life? The Bible is the word of God makes us understand that the entrance of the word gives us life. Why are you in darkness? You claim to know the Bible everywhere. And the Bible that you claim to know has not imparted you. This is one of the biggest problems in church. That spirit of criticism. If you are a Christian, you want to do well in life, you must look out for the spirit. Now, what can this spirit do to you? This spirit causes poverty. Tap my mouth, look at Yes. Even me as I'm here, um, that spirit that is making you do, do that is wrong. That spirit is, uh, it will be added to the list. I know I had that before, which will be number six. Sleeping spirit. This spirit also causes poverty. That spirit that you are laughing with now, it causes poverty. Because the Bible says, a little folding of the hand, a little sleep, a little slumber, with poverty. <laughs> <laughs> we are not teaching about poverty today, but there are spirits that cause poverty. I will teach you. <laughs> are spirits. <laughs> One of them is what I'm talking about now, spirit of criticism. Now let me read, let me read the Bible to see whether it can cause poverty. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Numbers. Tell your number, say number. Numbers. Numbers. I love the Bible. The Bible is sweet. Tell anybody say the Bible is sweet. It's very sweet. You know they like us. If you understand the Bible is very sweet, it's a sweet book. Numbers chapter 12. Let's just take it from verse 1 to 15. Are we there? Okay. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us? And the Lord added, Now look up. Now look up. Look up, look up, just look up. Let's look at that verse 1 and verse 2 critically. The reason why God was angry with Aaron and Miriam is not because they spoke or because they gossiped Moses. Every worker gossiped their boss. But what made God to be angry is the nature of gossip. Now, okay, the verse 1, they were angry that Moses married an Ethiopian woman and God said he should not marry an Ethiopian woman. That is their anger. But in verse 2, and this is what every critics do, in verse 2, now rather than them attending to the issue why they were angry, they started addressing another issue. In verse 2, they were saying, it's it only that God talked to How does that concern you? The, the, the issue at hand is supposed to be you are angry that Moses married an Ethiopian woman. 
You want to go and meet Moses, but God's man, you not marry Utopia woman. Why you marry her? Is that your business? Then you and God get the business. Okay, now, because people who always criticize you, they only have something to tell you. So they wait for the day you commit an offense so that they will use the offense as a yardstick to tell you what is in their mind. And this is what is happening in the body of Christ. You see people that criticize the men of God, they don't hate the man of God since. They are thieves, they are, they are waiting for an opportunity to tell him what. And we don't wait for the day we com- commit an offense. So we marry an Ethiopian woman and God says she normally is there. Use that opportunity and they hide under that umbrella to say that, okay, we are, we are just judging. The Bible says we should not condemn, but the Bible says we should wash our spirit. So we are, just, we are just looking at what he did. What he did. And the truth is, it's not what he did you are looking at. You are using that opportunity to vent your, your anger. And you begin to address. Okay, for instance, and this is what happened. Let me even use my case for just a little of my case as an example. There are some people who are angry with me today. The only angry or anger they will say they have towards me, according to them, is I left. You understand? Let me not go too far. I'm recording. I left. But the same people that are angry that I left, if you hear what they now say, on top of the I left, in fact, I become a I left right, or I up down, or I upside down. Because what they really want to say is not I left. Like Miriam and Aaron, they just use Ethiopia as the topic. But what they really want to say, they say it in verse 2. And the Bible says, What happened? God had. Be careful what you say about man of God. Be very careful. Nobody may hear you. You may talk about Apostle Alfred and me. I will not even hear you. Or I may hear you and keep quiet. But God had them. There are many people that have spoken their life into trouble. There are many people that have spoken their life into poverty. And God had them and said, okay, don't worry. Now let's see. I will show you. Let's continue reading now. And God had them. If you are a member of this church and you are specialized in talking against pastors, if you don't repent, let me tell you one of the first things that will happen to you, you will end up a poor man. You'll be poor. Because everything you lay your hands on, God will fight it. You will crumble. Not in brief poverty, more than talking against an anointed. Now look at the city. Now the man, Moses was humble. Now look at the man they are talking about. The man Moses was humble more than all men who were on the face of the earth. And yet, as if Moses have pride now, they will say, okay, maybe because Moses have pride. Now this man is an humble man. And yet, you are still finding fault. Can I talk to somebody here? Whether you like, be the most. The Bible records Moses to be the most humble in all the world, in all the earth. And yet, Miriam, his own sister, and Aaron, his own pastor, they found him to be stupid man. Let me tell you, there is nothing you do on this earth that you will not have somebody from your family that will be an accomplice with your enemy. Or you will not have somebody among the body of Christ that will be an accomplice. It happened with Moses. One came from the family, one came from the body of Christ. 
if you are if you are you, you are here you want to live a life where you think nobody will gossip you go and sell ice cream everybody love the ice cream man but if you want to really live life you want to really achieve destiny there are two as i am here now i i i don't like talking about it but that's the truth i don't like talking about it but presently in my life now, even my mother is one of my biggest enemies now. She's one of among the people. She's even the, the, the ringleader of those fighting me now. My own mother. My own mother. I tell you this truth. And I lie not. If you have a destiny, if you must go far in life, you must be ready for criticism from number one, your family members, and number two, the church. I'll say that again. If you have a destiny in life, and you want to go far in life, or you want to succeed in life, you must have this awareness that there are two sets of persons that will criticize me. One is your family members. Now, Miriam, Miriam, how, how, how come did you forgot? This is a baby that they want to kill. And you carry the baby, put it in baskets. You, in fact, you follow the baby to stay by the river. What happened to that love? Miriam, what happened to that love? The same baby that you 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 risked your life for, you were you were following the basket in the river band, a very dangerous river like River Nile. The same baby, your brother, what brought you to that extent that you did not even remember him again, and you started you now you now fraternize now 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 form a partner with somebody else to bring him down. Welcome to life. This is life. The same people that carries you like egg today, if the spirit of criticism enter them, right from it, they will break the egg. I pity people who say, My best friend, there is no best friend anywhere. Because your best friend is the friend to another best friend that has a best friend that have another best friend. So when you meet me and say, Pastor Alfred, you know you are my only best friend. This thing I am telling you now. Don't tell anybody. I will tell you, oh, I like, 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 Me tell nobody. We die with this thing. And you think, I'm saying the truth. I mean, Pastor Alfred, Maybe one day I'm in I'm in the bed with Philomena. And Philomena touched me here, touched me here, touched me here. And my anointing left. <laughs> the anointing to keep secret left me. <laughs> and I began to laugh. And I said, can I tell you what John told me? <laughs> criticism if you read the story very well you read it down to verse 15 God did something after hearing the gossip God called them you see Aaron Miriam 
I want to see you. He called Moses. I want to see them. And he told Moses, I, I want to, I will keep them. And God was asking them, it's okay, you are saying I talk to you too, Abby. So, and that's what many of you, you, you are saying, yeah, uh, not, that not my daughter, not this one, somebody, that time, but it's not you, that time something entered you. And one of my daughters there was telling me, is that God talk to you, talk to me too. <laughs> he, he was telling me straight. Jesse, you, you got this spirit. I got this spirit too. My this spirit go go fight your this spirit. <laughs> she did laugh. <laughs> and I look at her and say, mm mm. I thought, okay, you say, I talk to Moses, I talk to you. Read the scripture. Okay, let's read it. Somebody read it from me very fast. Because if I read them, I'll begin to go mystery. Read it very fast. spoke to Moses, yes, yes, and he spoke to Aaron, and he spoke to Aaron, I think he said, okay, me, they talk to all of them, now, now I want to talk, oh yeah, he said, now, the three of you, come out now, I want to talk, come, come to church, not the ass, come church, yes, 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 and the three came, yes, and God, this time God not talk, he called her. And he came in the pillar of God. Yes, yes. And God, you know why God stand the door? So that nobody will escape. Run to where? And God stood at the door of the tabernacle. Meaning today, or then and then, we decide here. The way it's not Russia. Can you see what criticism can do? If God stand your door, you are in trouble. Not for good. Because God was standing this door, not for good. Can you see where poverty comes from? Sometimes when you talk against men of God, God will say, no problem. He stand at the door. Let me see the backer that will pass through this place. So you are praying. Oh God, send down the rain. Send down the rain. Send down the rain. rain for everybody the most. Your domot rain or rain. Because God stand there as a pillar of God. There's no ring here. Be careful. See, if you if you don't say you like talk, talk against Nigeria government. Nothing will happen to you. Talk against Buari, talk against Tinibu. So any talk. But when it comes to the anointed, the Bible says, touch not my and do my prophet no. I did it in the time past. I am not telling her several times. I was talking against anointed the way I like. When my own start. I pray for you. If you have talked against an anointed, may God not allow what you did to them happen to you. Because you have to, you can't stand it. I'm telling you. Because for me, at a point, I say, God, you know, you don't go see, forgive me. <laughs> see, forgive me now. And God stood at the door. And this is what happened to people. You do business, nothing happens because God is standing at the door. And when God stands at the door, who will pass? Do you just imagine now? You are praying for breakthrough, breakthrough. Can you break through a door that God is standing by? Some people will say, no problem, I will fast. So can you fast and cast God out of that door? You go fast and get outside. Tell anybody be careful with criticism. Now read on, read on. Let's see what happened. 
Because this, I'm just showing the signs of the poverty because this is exactly what I'm professing God did to shut the door. Make sure that Aaron, Mary, and no provision for you. Yes? Uh -huh. Yes, they both came forth. God now called both of them. Yes? And God said to them, He said, Now hear me, hear me. If I thought there is a prophet among the three of you, I, the Lord, if I want to talk to them, I come through vision. Yes? And I speak to them through dreams. He said, But this Moses you are gossiping, this Moses is not like that. I don't talk to Moses like that. Yes? He said, This guy is so faithful. Yes? And God said, When he comes to talking to Moses, I speak to him mouth to mouth, not vision. Meaning, anytime God wants to talk to him, yeah, and this is what is happening in church, it's also happening in church. There are some people who claim to be prophets. All your prophets in a dream, you say, All your prophets in a vision, you are challenging a man who the Lord appeared to. You are challenging a man who the Lord meets one on one in mountains. You will say that's what your even your prophetic was impartation, it was imparted on you. The the eyes that you used to see now that will the eye. It was it was a prophet that touched your will the eye. Before you God will begin the dream, they remember because nothing before you dream, as you dream in the morning before you wake up, somebody enter the care in your brain. Drive all the all the all the thing like pass you. Then you now say, I see too. <laughs> like pastor, I'm a pastor. You know the Bible? I know the Bible. Really? <laughs> we should be careful. Now, after God spoke to them, spoke to them, spoke to them, God could have killed Aaron. But God couldn't kill Aaron because even God respects the scripture. The Bible says, touch not, touch not. God couldn't touch, he couldn't touch Aaron because of the anointing. He left Aaron. But Miriam did not carry anointing and immediately after they spoke there, God gave Miriam leprosy. Because Miriam is not an anointed. It's just a sister to be anointed. And if you check leprosy in those days, and you don't see who get leprosy once. You know, they see no, no, no. Leprosy is what we call poverty now. <laughs> oh God. That spirit that caused leprosy that made people to be white in those days. You look as if you have one kind of sickness, everybody could avoid you. Everybody they avoid you. Nobody won't talk to you. Even if you will say good morning, you say, what is good about you? <laughs> that spirit is what we now call poverty that enter people. That's when you walk around people and they see you, they see the white, the, the, you, are, you are a black man, but they see that you are looking like a leprous man. I'm not bothered to say, <laughs> don't have anything to do with you. You go to a place, you are looking for a job. Welcome back. What you hear is what you hear. No man can be greater than is yesterday's words consumption. Words are the food your future needs to grow with tomorrow. Your today's life is a reflection of your yesterday's words consumption. 
why your tomorrow's life will be a reflection of your today's worst consumption. Hope you are blessed with this teaching. Join us again for another addiction soon. For prayers, counseling, and testimony, call plus 234-7038-463-585. Be blessed and lifted. Shalom.